welcome to Daddy Life London. Today I want to talk a little bit about internet safeguarding. So it's been on my mind quite a lot. It's something I've always been really interested in in terms of understanding how to protect our identity and our little one's identity. Um, I've seen a lot of chatter about it on social media um, and I was reading something this morning that kind of re-spurred me to want to talk about it. Disclaimer, everybody has their own way of doing this. So this is not about telling people how to do it or preaching about it. It's more just informational because I know there are a lot of prospective adopters that don't necessarily know some of the issues that are out there or, you know, even I hadn't really considered some of the things before I started using my existing social media once I became a parent. And I then ended up changing a lot of things about how I did that. So kind of wanted to just talk about my experience, what I look to do. It's not for everybody. Um, so there's a number of aspects of what that looks like. Um, most people focus on imagery. So looking at pictures of your children, um, your adopted children, and some people will not share any pictures on social media. Some people will blur their whole face out. Some people will just put like little glasses or little things on so that you can't see their eyes or the full face. Um, different people choose different ways of doing it. Some people share on private accounts. Some people have private accounts, so they'll share everything. There's a mixture of ways of doing it. I personally have an open account um, and I will share pictures that have a full face cover. Um, number of reasons for that for us. So one, I just don't want any part of our child and future children to be identifiable through hair colour, eye colour, um, main facial features. So at best you'll kind of get that part, but that's about it. I'm relatively open about the fact he's a boy, so uh, you know that's 50% of, of the children, so therefore that I think that's that that one's okay. Um so, like I say, some people will put things over eyes and some people won't do it at all. One of the stories that I've heard recently and I was reading again about this one that I wanted to share was that there are some birth families or friends or family members of birth families um, who are using relatively intelligent facial recognition software and scouring social media accounts to look for what they believe were adopted children and using points of pictures to try and cross-reference back to full pictures that the birth parents may have of those children. Um, I mean, I think this is in a minority of cases, but it has happened. And it means that people then obviously potentially know your account and that you, you have their children. A lot of uh, adopted parents will have already met their birth family, so are visible anyway and, and could know them, you know, and that's a, a it's not an issue. That's a, a challenge we may have because we've met uh, the birth parents of our, of our son. <laughs> Um, although it was a one-time experience, they didn't get any pictures of us. So whether they remember or don't, I'm not sure. So that's just something to be aware of. It's not about scaremongering, but it's just the facts that are out there and be aware that that happens. Um, the other thing for me is about location. So clues in the name for me, I live in London. Um, I made a conscious decision to acknowledge that because... I would often be taking pictures in relatively recognisable places um, because it's London to a lot of people. Um, also, London's huge, a uh, lot of big population. So I was less concerned about that. Um, I won't 
really try and identify exactly where I live in London. I'm really conscious that if I tag a location, it generally will just say London unless I'm somewhere really obvious. So, for instance, I went to the London Aquarium with our little boy a few months ago um, and I tagged it. And that's because it was obvious where I was. So, you know, I'm not going to try and hide from those sorts of things. But I don't advertise day to day where I am. I'm really conscious about what I share on my stories. I try to be relatively discreet about the location that I'm in. Um, I would encourage people to do the same. One of the other things I did was went through my old social media posts and um, actually deleted a number and edited a number of text or tags where previously I obviously didn't have the same sort of worries or concerns about privacy and I was much more open about where I was. So I tried to remove a load of those. Um, and obviously I've moved around a bit through having that social media account. So it's relatively okay because I don't necessarily live where I used to live before, but still it's something to be th to think about. Um, I found that easier to do on Instagram than I did on Twitter. Twitter's a lot harder to scroll through. I've actually locked my Twitter account because there's just been some, I find it can be a bit more toxic personally uh, as an environment. If you share a lot of information about adoption, um, there's a lot more active birth parents on there or adoptees that have had poor experiences. And I'm not diminishing those whatsoever, but I just don't want to get enthralled in those conversations. I'm more than happy to have transparent and open conversations that, you know, there's always three sides to this situation that we live in um, when you have an adoptive family. But I'd rather do that in a constructive and positive way if I was going to have those conversations. Um, and for me, this is more about the reason I run my account is more about showing how we run as a family, helping other people understand what it's like to become a family or how become a family through adoption um, and I find Instagram is a much safer way to do that Facebook I don't share anything I, I, I don't even think I have the app installed anymore um, every now and again a friend will poke me and say can I look at messenger or something on Facebook but I just don't really use Facebook so many people attached to me that I've known through the years that I have no clue about now or from my childhood from school I don't know them I don't know what they're involved in I don't know who they know so I'm just really I don't use Facebook as a way of using social media anymore like I used to again because I just found it too difficult to lock down and understand how I protected myself because I always felt that Facebook was somewhere you could be a lot more open and so therefore for us that that's more of a protection my other half actually deleted Facebook altogether um so that that's kind of location um birthdays is another interesting one I don't so I'm gonna say birthdays and memorable occasions so in adoption terms, that could be when you're matched, that could be when they're placed into your home, that could be um, court hearings, that could be birthdays, significant events associated that the birth parents will or birth family will have us will know, right? Because they know when court dates are. They'll probably roughly know placement because of them, the way that they're informed. Um, they certainly will know birthdays and things like that. So I don't share birthday information on the day i actually very i very rarely will share something that's close to a date that it happened and i won't even have a set time in my mind that says it's got to be five days two weeks three months i will just pick a day randomly that says a significant amount of time before after events and post about it then because i still want to express that those things are happening i think that's important you know there's a lot of those are they're, they're days to be celebrated, things like birthdays, but 
I just don't want to attach too much association and you've got to be careful year on year because if you're being consistent again, although it may not be the actual date, people could start to put things together. So just my advice there is to be a little bit more random about that and really think about what you're posting uh, in terms of memorable occasions. Um, what else? Um, so yeah, so that's location, age, comes with birthday, but age, again, try not to be too specific about age. Um, faces we've talked about i think it's a choice for different people and some people who have adopted children have uh, children that have come from really 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 difficult backgrounds where birth family are actually just not part of the picture at all have no interest and so that becomes a lot easier for them um but there are a lot of cases where either birth families have tried to be actively involved and really disagreed with what happened or you know have agreed with what's happened but equally have an interest so i think that that's just something to be aware of um and that's certainly a situation for us you know we met the birth family so they were you know i don't want to say it's something they wanted obviously but it was a it was a more positive interaction from us with them when they had an interest in his well-being and what he's doing so therefore we it's not about anything against them at all you know they were actually really nice people um but we've got to live our lives and, and raise him and make sure that he has a safe environment to be raised in um so yeah, look, it's, it's just, this was just a short one. It's really something that's been playing on my mind, particularly this story around people using face, facial recognition software to match and then trying between the, the recognition of your picture and their pictures and then trying to put things together to work out where you live and what you're doing. And I mean, it's just really scary stuff that people can do today. Um, I, I just, I know there's a lot of people from people I've spoken to that just are really unaware that that's the sort of thing that can happen. I mean, I'm hoping it's really extreme cases, but it can happen. So it's just something to think about when you're thinking about your social media presence, how you use your children in your social media and, and even about yourself, again, your day of birth, your age, your location, all that sort of stuff. All things people can use to pull stuff together. So yeah. Um, just, just think on it. I'm really interested in people's thoughts on it as well, by the way. I'm, I'm fascinated to think, to understand how other people deal with this. There's probably things I haven't talked about on here that are things maybe I don't even know. Um, so if you've got any comments or thoughts or any other questions, just feel free to drop me a line in the comments or send me a DM or whatever it is. Um, anyway. It's lockdown three. I hope everyone's surviving. I hope everyone's managing to stay positive. I know I found it difficult and up and down. Um, but yeah, and I hope everyone's having a good weekend. So catch you soon.